everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am back with Crystal Coleman, my bestie for the restie. And you really are. Like, we're going to be friends until the day we die. Yeah. Will it be at the same time? Probably not. Uh, Okay. I don't know. I get to go first? Yeah. I don't know. One of us will get to go to heaven first. But (laughs) God ordains our days. Yeah. But here's the cool thing. We're best friends here on earth. Uh But then when we get to heaven, like, do you wonder, like, will we know like will we know each other in heaven will we know our spouses and our children that's an interesting theological question i'm not really sure about but i (laughs) what i think is we're just so enamored with getting to be in the presence of god that that overtakes everything but i could be wrong i don't know the bible's not specific about any of that oh i'm sure there's teachings on it that i don't know probably (laughs) that at least I'm too busy homeschooling you, but <laughs> I, I mean, but you're homeschooling. You're teaching your kids I the Bible. I know this. Yeah. I, well, I don't know. I mean, there's a whole lot in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I've I'm never sure read Garrett that has in the something Bible. to say. He might. Mm-hmm. I should ask him that. I bet he knows. I'm sure I have asked him that. Okay. I think I know his answer, but I won't say what I think his answer is because <laughs> I don't want to put words into his mouth. That's, that's a wise wife right there. <laughs> did you tell everybody what you did in the surprise with Brooklyn's party? Oh, and how oh. you know your husband oh, yeah. really, really well. Is yeah, that this okay? is funny. Okay, is that so, okay to say? Sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So Crystal and Katie got their plane tickets to come out to surprise Brooklyn for her 18th birthday. And we've been planning this for a few months. Yeah. Because this is what Brooklyn wanted. Like she was like, all I want for my birthday is to see Katie. And the funny thing is we got tickets for Brooklyn to go to California mm-hmm. to see Katie. But... You got tickets and came here. And so at her co-op, her friends kind of um, planned this um, surprise party, mm-hmm. but it was really to surprise her with her friend, Caitlin. Well, Garrett, here's, uh, this is one of the things I love most about my husband. He's so honest. He is so, he is the most honest man mm-hmm. and he cannot lie. Right. He Like he genuinely cannot lie. I never, ever have worried about him being unfaithful to me because he cannot I'm not saying he's never lied. He's not perfect, but he just, he, he says what's on his mind. And so years ago, we had some friends who were going to surprise Lacey for her birthday. Apparently this is a thing with us. I don't know. (laughs) You love surprises. I do love surprises. You're the idea person. And we've moved a lot. (laughs) And so we had um, some really good friends of ours. They, they were driving to Georgia to surprise Mm -hmm. Lacey for her 10th birthday. Well, Lacey, of course, it was a surprise. She wasn't supposed to know anything about it. Well, for weeks leading up to this, Garrett would just be thinking out loud and he would say, so when the Lannies come, we can do this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, shh. Well, <laughs> this happened several times. So I was like, okay, when I found out you were coming, I was like, I can't tell him because he will just say, mm-hmm. when Crystal and Katie are here, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, and Brooklyn would immediately catch on to that. Lacey yeah. never caught on to it, but she was nine and she just wasn't in that mindset. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn would absolutely. So I didn't tell him to like three days before you came. That's amazing. <laughs> that he was coming and he was not upset at all. I mean, it was so funny. He was like, oh yay. He was so happy and he's so happy that you're here. <laughs> but it was pretty funny because I just, I I actually didn't want him to have the pressure mm. of having to keep it a secret because yeah. he doesn't enjoy surprises and secrets like I do. Mm-hmm. And it was hard for me to keep it a secret. So I think that's an amazing example of knowing yeah. your husband. I was telling some of my California friends how excited <laughs> I was about the surprise. And I told them that you had not even told Gary yet. <laughs> and they said, whoa, you have to know your husband really well to do that. And yeah. he did. Like, that's what he would have wanted. I wouldn't surprise just anything on him. I wouldn't spring anything like this on him. But I knew that you he would him. be so happy for you guys to come. And so it was, it was kind of 
It was a unique You know your hubby. Situation. I do. I think that's something homeschooling's taught me yeah. too. Isn't that weird? Like yeah. to know your husband yes. is really important. Yeah. 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 Being a student of your husband and student. your kids. Yeah. 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 That's a perfect segue into knowing our kids. And as okay. we know our kids, we know what they need for their homeschooling. And sometimes our kids might need BJU Press Homeschool. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that awesome? That was smooth. I know. <laughs> I know. I'm a professional. <laughs> BJUPressHomeschool.com. Um, we really are so grateful for them um, sponsoring this podcast because without them and without the support of you, our listeners, we would not be able to do what it is that we do. Mm-hmm. And so um, they have fantastic Christian curriculum for any age, any uh, subject, um, check them out at bjupresshomeschool.com. And uh, their consultants will help you too. If you don't know what it is that you need, call them up and they will help walk you through it and figure out what you need. So awesome. bjupresshomeschool.com. I've heard good things about yeah. them. Yeah, bjupresshomeschool. Yeah, they're fantastic. Awesome. And And speaking of dot-coms, we were talking, this is so funny. We were talking about um, friendship in the first episode. Oh yeah. And I remember we were like, call 1-800-FRIEND. <laughs> so then during one of the breaks, I was like, oh, we should maybe look that up and see what it is. So <laughs> like, don't call, what if they yeah. call it? What if it's a bad number? Right, what if it's a bad number? Well, apparently, I don't know if this is actually 1-800-FRIEND, but I looked, I just Googled 1-800-FRIEND <laughs> and it came up with the friendship line, which was the Institute on Aging. <laughs> Just in case when we get old, we need right. our Institute for so Aging. So when you're really old and you need a friend, call the Institute on Aging. You had apparently 1-800-FRIEND. <laughs> Hopefully you don't have to do that. Hopefully you have friends in your co-op and in your community who do life with you. And and you know, Crystal and I live, what, 2,000 miles away from each other, 1,500 miles away from mm-hmm. each other, something like that. And we still do life together. Yeah, I mean, we, do. we don't see each other. Sometimes over the we phone. We see each other a couple times a year, maybe. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes it's over the phone, mm-hmm. sometimes on FaceTime, Yep. Um, sometimes through text messaging, sometimes yeah. through Voxer. Like we find ways to just communicate with each other and encourage mm-hmm. each other. And um, and I'm, I'm grateful for for modern technology Amen that allows to that. us to be able to do that. So <laughs> yeah. it's so important stuff. to stay connected to your homeschool yeah. friends and mamas and just have those um, people that'll encourage you in the Lord. Yes. And I know you do that for me and just a sounding board. Yeah. And if I, if I need somebody to pray for me, yeah. Um, then I will go to you and say, but please pray. Yeah. I've got this issue going on, whatever it is. And yeah. I know you're always going to be there and you'll pray for me. Not only that at that moment, but I know you and your whole family sit around at Bible time and yeah. I know you'll pray for the Coleman family. Yeah. So I love going to you in prayer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, prayer. And we need to be that um, for one another, especially with homeschooling, um, because there's so much, you know, as we've been talking about this week, we have a lot on our plates. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as as you've looked back on your years of homeschooling, um, what do you think has been the hardest thing for you? Hardest thing in being a homeschool mom? Yeah. For me. Like specifically homeschooling, not specifically, like the world of- Are you talking academia or are you talking- Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because I don't mean, because I mean, we talked about trying to juggle all the things because um, mm-hmm. that's hard, you know, juggling, mm-hmm. you know, our husbands mm-hmm. and our- kids in oh. the home and all that. So that's yeah. hard, but I'm talking specifically like home educating your kids, the, the, mm-hmm. yes, the academic part of it. Unfortunately, it's back to kind of a selfish thing on my part of, of realizing that my kids are not me. Mm. I think that was the hardest thing for me. It's not specifically a certain subject that was difficult to teach. It was more me wrapping my mind around, oh, my daughter doesn't have my math brain or, (laughs) oh, my daughter is gifted in art. What do I do with that? Because that's not me. And it's really honestly 
I'm just so self-centered sometimes. And it it's, it's, it's again, the Lord's character development. He helps me see like, oh, okay, you need to really get in the mind of your child and who she is and who I've created her to be. Who is she uniquely? And I think that that's been probably the hardest thing for me to do. And then to just craft for her that specific upbringing and development. Um, so my son is a lot more like me, so he's kind of easier for me, mm-hmm. um, but really trying to foster the uniqueness of my children. I think that's been the hardest thing yeah. for me. But if I was going to pick academia, like the thing that we tried to tackle in a subject matter, the hardest thing for me to do would probably, we did classical conversations. Hmm. So wrestling Latin has been not oh. easy. Latin's wow. hard. Yeah. And, yeah. And it just feels like gymnastics for my brain. <laughs> I think it feels like gymnastics for yeah. everybody's brains. I think I go cross-eyed <laughs> and I think, ah! So uh, that's been really challenging, but I've loved um, I've loved the opportunity to read more literature. So I've also mm-hmm. loved the richness that came with struggling through the homeschool yeah. um, and getting to read all the classics and with my kids and discuss them in classes and right. write papers on them. My writing has gotten better because I'm a homeschool mom. Yeah. So I guess I'm feel like I've gotten to redeem my education. Yeah. Um, so thank Classical Conversations for I, that. <laughs> I love hearing you say that because you, you said you're redeeming your education mm-hmm. and you're a teacher. Oh, yeah. And so, I mean, I feel like for all of us, like we're redeeming some part of it. Like, I don't feel like you really needed to redeem math because you got math. You understand mm-hmm. that. But writing and, and reading better literature and more literature yeah. and all those things, yeah. um, it is, I think, such a beautiful part of home educating our kids. Mm-hmm. You know, I know for myself, and I've shared this lots of times, um, and you know this about me. I was a horrible student, mm-hmm. horrible. As a matter of fact, I, I was telling you the other mm-hmm. day when I was a freshman in high school, I went to a, a different high school than the one I graduated from. I went to the big Catholic school in our town and I wanted to be a cheerleader. Mm-hmm. And I, so I tried out and yeah. I did great in the tryouts and they came to me and they said, you did great you made the tryouts, you made the team, but you can't be a cheerleader because your GPA is too low. That is so <laughs> I think, I think you had to have a 2.5 and I had okay. a 2.0, okay. something like that, but Aww. I was a terrible student. And so that was, that really scared me going into homeschooling mm-hmm. because I was like, I was a horrible student. How mm-hmm. in the world am I going to teach my kids? Mm-hmm. And I have definitely not done it perfectly by any means, but yeah. I remember it's God's like potty training too, though. Like you, yeah. you get so frustrated, like, oh, they're not going. It's not working. <laughs> and then somebody, some smart, wise mama told me they're not going to be 18 and still in diapers. Right. It's going to happen. And I thought, okay, I believe you. <laughs> and the same thing for reading and for math. Yeah. They're not going to be 18 and not be able to read a book. Right. I mean, unless they have a severe handicap, in which case, sure. then there's just a different road for them. And you'll figure that out as a mama right. Right. Um, and be able to train them and get them adaptive care or yeah. whatever whatever kind of help that they need. But, you know, most of our babies can learn to read right. and, but it comes at different times and it yeah. doesn't have to match what the book says or what the public school system says right. or anything like that because they're all unique. Right. Yeah. It, and it's incredible because that's how God made us. Mm-hmm. Like he made us with just the natural ability to learn. Mm-hmm. We don't necessarily have to sit down with our kids and do a worksheet with them for them to understand that two plus two equals four. A lot more times like, it's better to take a couple rocks outside right. in the park and go, hey, look at these two and these two. Let's count them all right. up. <laughs> right. And they just <laughs> learn naturally. Little. Yeah. That's how God created our brains to function. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. Ooh, Those are my stuff. favorite toys are sticks and rocks. <laughs> <laughs> sticks and stones. Mm-hmm. Well, and animal cookies and goldfish crackers. <laughs> They're okay. good things too. <laughs> Goodness. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. 
Have you tried CTC math yet with your child? Here's a testimonial from another happy homeschool mom. Amber said, I'm absolutely thrilled with CTC math. It's a rare find that I've used with my children for more than five years now. I have six children using CTC math and each child has found it easy to navigate and very applicable. Thank you so much for all that you are doing and providing quality math lessons for my children. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. Are you looking for a homeschool curriculum that goes beyond textbooks and truly engages your children in the joy of learning? Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written by homeschool parents to specifically meet your needs and captivate your students with hands-on activities and experiments that make learning unforgettable. With an easy-to-follow, open-and-go format, Apologia takes the stress out of planning and provides a simple roadmap that can easily be tailored to your family's needs. Explore live classes or self-paced courses designed to accommodate every student's unique learning style. Elevate your child's education, spark their curiosity, and nurture a lifelong love for learning with Apologia. Discover Apologia today at Apologia.com. We are back with Crystal. All right. So pretend you're talking to a brand new homeschool mom, which I know you've talked to lots of brand new homeschool moms. Yeah. And our co-op all the time, sweet mamas yeah, come in. Moms, they're so sweet. And they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. How mm-hmm. do I do this homeschool thing? Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe the mom who's really struggling, like she just, she's maybe in her first year or maybe she's in her 10th year mm-hmm. and she's just really struggling. She's like, I don't, I, I just, I don't know if I can do this another day. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you say? How would you encourage those moms? Well, I think always, you know, whatever the you feel called to, the Lord will equip you with. Mm-hmm. So if you're called to homeschooling, you don't need to worry and just take it one day at a time. Yeah. Be patient with yourself. Talk to your husband and communicate a lot with him if he's willing to be involved. And if he gives you the reins, then then just go to God and he'll guide you and direct you as you're in scripture every day and you pray to him, he'll help you see yeah. what you need to do. Um, it, once you're kind of a little bit further down the road into it and you are homeschooling, a lot of moms feel overwhelmed mm-hmm. with all the different things. Yep. And one very wise homeschool mama, friend of mine, Miss Holly, she told, I think both of us probably yeah. at one point, just pick one thing and just do that one thing that day and then call it a success. And then whatever else you do is a bonus. And so when they're really little, that could be, I'm going to sing a scripture memory verse, you know, um, or it could be if you're a little bit older and you, math is super important, that's your one thing all year you want to get done so that you can feel like, hey, we did something this year. We did math this year. Yeah. Then go for it and pick that one thing. But I think having that narrowed down mindset is helpful because life just gets thrown at you sometimes. And yeah. oh my goodness, it's time to go to church and relate. And now there's the diaper to change because I just changed you, but now you just right. went again. And, <laughs> but we're supposed to be going out the door right now. And, you know, that kind of stuff happens all the time. Yeah. And as homeschool moms, we just have to roll with it and not worry about it. So I yeah. think again, yeah, trusting the Lord, being in God's word, praying every day, and then having other homeschool moms like this podcast, listening to this podcast, just listen to this podcast all the time (laughs) and keep, um, just keep getting encouragement for yourself through other believers. I think it's super important. That's, I think that's what I would tell both a struggling homeschool mom and a new new mom. Yeah. Yeah. Which by the the way, this is a good place to plug the homeschool insights podcast. Oh yeah. Um, So I don't know if you guys listen to that, but that's like our sister podcast. Um, and that one is five days a week and it's just 10 minutes or less. 
mm-hmm. of just kind of like power snippets of encouragement for homeschooling and family mm-hmm. discipleship and all of those things. So if you guys haven't heard that podcast, um, listen to that. This one, of course, the Schoolhouse Rock podcast is three days a week, parts one, two, and three, but the Homeschool Insights podcast is five days a week. And it's just constant encouragement all the time. That's like and my magic beans. Yeah. You know, my chocolate covered espresso yes, beans that right. I call magic I beans. Yeah. Your little insights is like, like taking your like five little espresso chocolate right. covered <laughs> beans and going, whoa, yes. Okay. Yeah. I can do this today. <laughs> Such good stuff. So, okay. I'm going to put you on the spot here because you said something at the beginning of that answer. You said, if you're called to homeschooling, mm. do mm-hmm. you believe that every parent is called to homeschool their kids? Mm. I think that Yes. However, there's sometimes there's situations where a mama, it, like figuring out how to get that to practically work out, mm-hmm. like a single mom who can't figure out how to afford food and a place to stay at the moment, can't do it in that moment. I sure. think there are times when you for sure need support somehow. Mm-hmm. And if that support hasn't arrived, it might take a while to figure out how to how to do that. I, I would love for all mamas to be able to homeschool. I know we're supposed to children when teach our children when we rise up, when we walk along the road and when we lie down and doing that with them away at school all day. Right. You can't do the along the way very well um, because you've lost them for seven hours. So I would encourage mamas that can homeschool to homeschool. I just know that I guess my caveat would be those mamas who just can't quite figure out how to get it, be able to do it, you know? And I, I agree. And I think this is where the church needs to come in and step in mm-hmm. and, and, you know, maybe a retired homeschool mom mm-hmm. whose kids are grown and out of the home and they can come alongside that mom for mm-hmm. that season and just say, let me help you. You know, can I take your kids for a few days a week and, yeah. and teach them so you can go to work or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, so um, yeah. 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 A little thing with that, you know, Grandma Nellie that I was talking about, she was yeah. so sweet. The Gallup Church in the first episode we talked about, she had said that her kids went from homeschooling to a private school for two years. Mm-hmm. And she noticed a marked difference in a disimprovement in their behavior mm-hmm. and their attitude toward grownups. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting because, you know, you always want what you don't have a little sure. bit or you think, oh, no, there's always that thing that's better than what I'm doing. Right. I think so sometimes when we're in the homeschool world, if we don't have a really strong conviction about it or we just question what we're doing, yeah. we'll think, oh, maybe I should put them into this or that or the other thing. And just be confident that what the Lord's um, allowed you to do, go with it. And don't worry about um, the other things. The grass is always greener, as they say. Yeah. Okay. You ready for trivia? I think I'm going to fail this because I've known you too long. (laughs) Why would you fail? You should know know. every answer to every one of these questions. I know. That's why I'm nervous. And I'm a teacher. You know, tests make me nervous. (laughs) It's it's not math. (laughs) But do I get graded? No, no, I, get I a don't gold know. Star. Do I get a gold yes, star at the end? You, yes, I'll give you a gold star. Even if I fail? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. That's I, kind I of socialism stars, or but... communism, isn't right. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll be capitalist. I'll, I'll give take you a, my F. I'll give you a participation trophy. <laughs> oh, no. <How's> that? <laughs> <laughs> We're terrible. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? We're going to see Set how go. well my BFTR, my I'm bestie for the rusty. Crystal Coleman <laughs> actually knows me. Do you actually have the answers like written down? Are you making them up as you go? The answers? Well, of yeah. course not. There are answers you about me. I already know the answers you know to them these for things. Sure? I don't have to write them down. Okay. That's like having to write down my name every day. <laughs> okay, but there's usually an answer key that's like written it's down. It's in my head. Okay. Yeah. I trust you. Okay, you ready? <laughs> All right. Yeah. First question, what's my favorite color? Gray? No. Gray? Well, it's a shade. Blue? 
No. Oh, Pink? dear. You are failing this miserably. Pink silver. No, no. You wear those colors. Yeah, I do. In okay. Your house, it's not in, in your all house, fairness. Aqua? That is one of them. That, is, that sometimes gets bumped to the top of my list, but but the, my favorite like color pink or has been the same for many, many years. What? It's orange. But I don't look great in the color orange, so I don't orange. usually wear orange. I know. But but it's it's See, like not okay. my skin tone color. You know, yeah, there's like right. the like winter, summer. Do you know mine? Fall. Mine has changed over the years, Blue. so it's not fair. Gray, silver. I don't really have one. Oh. <laughs> I love white. Well, you can't but that's a turn shade. this on me. <laughs> I can't fail a test okay. on my own podcast. But it that's used not to be fair. pink. I used to be like a firm pink. Oh yeah, but not anymore, really. Yeah, I like yeah. orange, and I don't mean like yeah. you know construction orange. Oh, you don't? No, I like like peach. No, not peach. Um, mm, I don't even know. Bird Sienna. Just... Okay, sure, we'll go with that. Okay, yeah, like a like reddish orange, kind like of. fall. Yeah. Do you like fall? Like a, Is that your I favorite season? Fall. Oh, I love the colors of fall. Yes. Yeah. Okay, yes, I'm derailing this because I'm nervous season. about yes. the test. Okay. okay, okay. So orange. So we've come to the conclusion: orange is my orange favorite is color. your favorite color. Yes. Okay. okay ready? That's minus one. What's my favorite food? Like of all time, like we're talking desserts and dinners yes. and everything. Like if I could choose to eat anything, um, this is a hard one for me because this is okay, because I know you my a lot. Like there's three. the chocolate chip calzone. You love that. Ooh, we used to go get good. that all the yes. time at Claim Jumper. Yes. Um, there's okay, sushi. You like sushi, like a That's poke one bowl. of my tops. Yes, I love sushi. Okay. And then, um... Oh, you know this one. I know this one. You absolutely know this well, one. There's, I mean, marshmallows and Lucky Charms, of course. You just hit it on the Okay, head. yeah. Lucky Charms. Have <laughs> <laughs> you told them how you ate your earplug thinking it was a marshmallow? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, no. Oh, no, I just got you in trouble. <laughs> oh, this is so funny. Okay, now I guess I have to tell this story. We're going way over, but that's Okay. This is so embarrassing. This was years ago. I mean, this was like, eh, probably since the girls were born. So maybe like 15 years ago or more. I was having a dream. This is so funny. I sleep. Oh my goodness. You guys are learning a lot about me this week. Is this not okay? No, no, no. Totally. They can know this. This is real. That We're real moms, right? We're real mom. So I sleep with one earplug in my ear. Mm-hmm. I always sleep on my side, mm-hmm. always, but I flip around, you know, from side to side. And I mm-hmm. always sleep in one, with one earplug in whatever ear is like pointing out. So, you know, my pillow covers the other ear, earplug in the other ear. And I'm so good at this that as I like roll over in bed, I switch the earplug in my sleep. Well, one night, apparently, <laughs> I don't know if I was, I don't know what I was dreaming about, but. <laughs> lucky charms, so apparently. <laughs> Probably lucky charms. And I, I, in my dream, I somehow I put my, <laughs> this is so gross. Somehow I put my earplug in my mouth as I was sleeping in real life. And it became in my dream, a little marshmallow. <laughs> and I was trying to eat the marshmallow and like dissolve it. And in my dream, I couldn't figure out why the marshmallow wasn't dissolving. So gross. And realized that I was literally eating my earplug. It's so <laughs> disgusting. So gross. Oh dear. This is what happens when you come on the podcast with me. So yes, I woke up to eating my actual earplug. This should earplug. Be just be titled Yvette Reveals All. I, I did not swallow it, thankfully. <laughs> But I woke up and I was like, what is in my mouth? And realized it was not, in fact, a marshmallow, but really my gross, earplug. Yeah. But really so moving hilarious. on to the next question. Okay. Yes, I do. I love sushi and Lucky Charms Yeah, are like my two favorite foods. Mm-hmm. If I could okay, choose. And so steak. I got him. You got him. I got and I love steak, steak too. I was thinking I, or steak. Or like, like prime rib. Oh, steak, I was thinking, was another one. Yeah, okay. I, I love a good 
kind of beef. Mm. I get credit for that medium, one, right? Medium rare. I got two out of yeah, three. Yeah, Do I yeah, get that was two awesome. points? And yeah, now you it's get like a points. four point quiz. Are you, you're actually can me check these, aren't you? Well, okay. Kind of, yeah. All right, you ready? You're going to know this one too. I'm I certain. I don't think I am. Yes, you do. Oh, yes, I am. Yes, Hume-like. you do. Hume like. I, I didn't even ask the question yet. <laughs> you saw it. I, I saw know. it. Okay, my Sorry. favorite place on earth. Hume like. Hume like Christian sure. camps. Yes, yes. Hume like Christian camps, Sequoia National Forest, Kings Canyon, Northern California is my hands down favorite place on earth. It's where I became a Christian. Um, August 2nd, 1989 was, um, mm. I, I heard a, a message on bogus or bona fide belief. Mm. And um, I remember that was the moment that the Lord just captured my heart. Wow. And I realized that my faith needed to be my own. Mm. And so I've spent a lot of time at Hume Lake. I've worked up there as a counselor, as a camper. I've gone to retreats. I actually worked there um, at the camp one oh, summer. I didn't know that. Just at the end of summer. Yeah, oh. for a few weeks. And um, so, yeah, I love Hume Lake. So mm-hmm. our California listeners will know, mm-hmm. or those from California, you'll know probably what Hume Lake yeah. is or where Hume Lake sister is. sister-in-law but... was saved at Hume too. Was she? Yeah. yeah. Wagon oh. train. Yeah. It's good. It's amazing. It's, it's an incredible go place. Go if you can. I mean, <laughs> you want to see the beauty of God's creation, go up to uh, mm-hmm. the Sequoia National Forest. I mean, yeah. it's amazing. Okay. So. I got okay. the point. I got the point. Yeah, you got I'm it. So okay. Excited. So Hume Lake. <laughs> All right. My favorite movie. I think even our listeners know this. Oh dear, I don't listen to enough of the episodes. Well, <gasps> I know you love you love Elf. But I that's do a Christmas that's, movie. That's my favorite Christmas movie. Wait, I know this. You do know this. Oh no, I'm blanking though. But I know I know it. Can we come back to it? It has to do with Princess and Bride. Oh, the Princess Bride. <laughs> Okay, fine. Because that was my favorite Christmas movie, even though I didn't yeah, say Christmas. But it's so, Christmas time, so yes. I'm in the Christmas mode. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry I didn't No, say that's Princess okay. Bride. That's okay. We watched Ever After the other night. That was fun. We did I've watch never Ever After. Seen it. I couldn't believe you had never seen it, but it's, I've it's never really watched cute. Pride and Prejudice, and <gasps> you were like, what? Oh, it's my favorite of all time. You still haven't seen it. No. We might have to it's watch that tonight. It's really a shame. It's really but, sad. Yeah. Yeah. I might have to watch that <laughs> in honor of you. But yes, Princess Bride mm-hmm. is my favorite movie. Okay. Ready? Favorite book of the Bible. Yours, James. It is James. Yes. Yeah. I knew that one for sure. I love the book of James. Yes. So good. Okay. I crushed that one. You crushed it. Okay. okay. You're going to know this one too. And our listeners know this one too. Uh-huh. Favorite music artist. Oh, Shane and Shane. Shane and Shane. Yes. Yep. Yes. We were listening to their Christmas album oh, this morning. Oh, yeah. I, I love They're great. Shane. They're just- It's scripture. They're so wholesome. Yeah. They sing scripture. Like there's so much, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to say it. There is so much garbage, quote unquote, Christian music out there today. There is. And I just can't listen to it. Yeah. And so- not all of it is, of course, but a lot of it is. And it's mm-hmm. got that like stamp of, you know, we're Christian music artists. And I'm mm-hmm. like, what are you singing mm-hmm. about? And I love Shane and Shane because they sing hymns, they sing scripture. And that's about it. And yeah. so it's- Thank you, I Shane and Shane, for making yeah. good music. One day, maybe, do they homeschool their kids? I wonder. I don't know. I'm going to have to find that out. Okay. Oh, I'll invite them to be on the podcast. Aww. Yeah. Awesome. That'd be fun. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Last one. You ready? Yep. I know, I know the answer. Do you? Okay. I do. That's my favorite ice cream, but you have to be specific. I'm going to see how well you really oh, know me. Oh, no. Favorite ice cream? Ralph's Select Chocolate Chip? Ralph's? No. Vaughn's Select? Okay, you got the Safeway flavor. Select Chocolate Chip? No. Thrifty Chocolate Chip. Yes. But but you're missing just one word. Chocolate Thrifty Thrifty's Cherry. Cherry chocolate, chocolate chip. chip. Yes. I didn't know it was the cherry. Yeah. I just knew chocolate chip. Well, okay. So growing You've up- always said chocolate chip. I don't think this is a fair only, question. Well, maybe not. <laughs> because here's the thing. Growing up, my favorite ice cream was chocolate chip mm-hmm. from Baskin Robbins. Oh. With marshmallow cream. 
Of I course. For marshmallows. You do. You love marshmallows. <laughs> love marshmallows. With marshmallow cream, rainbow sprinkles, and a cherry. That's, That's like my so dad you. and I would ride our bikes yeah. to Baskin Robbins because it was just like down the street from my house. Mm-hmm. So we would ride our little bikes there. Well, his wasn't little. Mine was little. And we would get ice cream. That was one of my like greatest memories with my dad. And I would always get the same thing. And even into my adult life, people would say to me, you should try to order something different, like branch out. And I would order something different, like Rocky Road, because, you know, that's a grown-up ice cream. It has marshmallows. Yeah, but it's, I just don't like it. it and every time nuts. I try something different, I'm disappointed. Oh. Right. What about so, chocolate chip mint? Yeah, you know, it's okay. Mint okay. chocolate chip is okay, it's but I don't love it. It's the best. Yeah, I know you like that. But, <laughs> but then years ago... Rite Aid, okay, Thrifty became Rite Aid, mm-hmm. and Rite Aid still sells Thrifty ice cream. And mm-hmm. they, many years ago, came out with their cherry chip, which oh. is chocolate chip with maraschino cherries in it. And it is the perfect ice cream. I think we need to go get some right now. But we don't have a Rite Aid here where I live. What? You guys I know. don't have Rite Aid in Tulsa? No. Oh, and I know. It's I'm sorry. Sad. I, it's sad. Okay. And most Rite Aids that I go to don't have an ice cream shop. We have it in North County. You so we should go me. to California. This is all the yeah. reason we should move back to California. Right. So I could eat ice cream. Yeah. And live near me. <laughs> and live near Crystal. <laughs> oh man. Okay. That was fun. So you, you do, you know me very well. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> I get at least a half a sticker. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> well, this has been so fun, Crystal. I mean, we could sit and talk for days and days. We do. I mean, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. We're in like day four of you being at my house. Yeah. We never went out of things to talk about. Nope. And I'm so grateful for that. And I think one of the main reasons is because our common bond is Jesus. Absolutely. Like, for sure. You yeah. Know. It's so hard to be friends with people who don't love the Lord. Not that you yeah. can't be, but there's that deepness of relationship that just can't yeah. happen. Caitlin was talking about that um, just yesterday. Like she has a really hard time connecting with girls that don't have a real heart for Jesus. Yeah. And and you're right. It's It's the key. It's the core. Yeah. 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 It, it, it makes for the best friendships Yes, in the world is Jesus. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for being with me. It has been such a joy and a pleasure to have you with me this week and in my studio. This is such um, a treat. This has been so much fun. So thank you for your heart for mm. Jesus and for your kids and um, for your homeschooling community um, where you live. I know you do a lot to serve them. And so I'm thankful for all that you do. Um, and thanks for being my BFTR. Oh, I thank you for so being much. my BFTR. Yeah. And normally, we do the little heart thing yeah. with our hands. <laughs> That's like the thing that the kids do. Uh-huh. Normally, I would say to my guests, so where can people find out more about you? Oh. Do not call 1-800-FRIEND.COM. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> it's not going to get you very far. That's yeah. going to get you, you know, into that. What is it? The anti-aging. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Right? <laughs> Aging friendships. Aging friendships, yes. <laughs> but you if can you find think me about in Crystal, heaven when we all meet together someday. Right. Yes. <laughs> How about that, that? That is right. And thank you guys so much for being with us this week. I hope you have enjoyed our conversation with mm-hmm. me and Crystal, just two regular homeschool moms who are just trying to survive this world and point our kids to Jesus. Amen. That's what matters most. I know we say it on the podcast all the time, but... That's why we do what we do. Um, So thank you for being with us. And again, you can find everything you need to know about the ministry at schoolhouserocked.com. You can make a donation. You can subscribe to our newsletter. You can watch the movie for free. Um, If you're watching this on YouTube, would you guys hit that like and subscribe button and leave us comments. Um, We try to respond to those as much as we can. Um, but, But if you're listening to it, if you would leave a rating for us as well there, that would be amazing. We would appreciate that. 
so much. Stay tuned at the very end to hear a clip of what's coming up next. And we will see you next week on the Schoolhouse Rock podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Bye. As parents, our greatest hope is that our kids will grow up to be followers of Jesus Christ and live out God's call on their lives. But you also know the world makes it challenging to follow Christ faithfully. That's why I'm so excited about Summit Ministries. Their student conferences give teens and young adults reasons to trust the biblical foundation you've laid for them. Our oldest daughter, Brooklyn, is super excited to go this summer. And if you have a child ages 16 to 22, they can attend a Summit Ministries student conference this summer as well. Get a $200 discount on their in-person conference by using code SCHOOLHOUSE24 at checkout and receive an additional $200 off with their early bird discount when you register by March 31st. Visit summit.org schoolhouse to learn more. That's summit.org schoolhouse. I wrote down what we did after we did it. Well, that's not lesson planning. That was record keeping. I was good at it. (laughs) And then as my children grew, when my oldest was in middle school and I realized she truly needed more structure, I started making real lesson plans where I wrote down what I wanted to do before we did it. But the reality is that my first set were too strict. So one day, now this was back in the day when they sold white out. I didn't even know if they sell that anymore. But there was a day I took white out across the top of my lesson plan and took all the dates out. What I realized is that I literally had a plan. I had an outline, but it wasn't date driven. Mm -hmm. It was simply more or less, it became kind of like a weekly goal. Like it would be nice if we could do this much in history and this much science and this much math, because, you know, I do have some goals. I want to finish these subjects by the end of the year, but it doesn't have to be this Wednesday. 